0: just wanted to talk about uh, kind of the opportunity, where we see things headed um, with BitTensor, and then AI in general. So um, who we are, first of all, team um, of just right now collaborators um, working to leverage BitTensor, um, Web3, all of this stuff on demonstrating where we can go in the future um, with Web3, Web4, um, and increasing adoption um, of BitTensor um, broadly. Right? So our belief, obviously, is a more intelligent global network of neurons means more innovative answers we can leverage to solve the problems. And that's what it's all about, is solving problems um, that we face today. So why BitTensor? Why did we pick it kind of as the foundation? Um, We think intelligence as a commodity will lead to more more efficient solutions. And that's pretty straightforward. That's obviously obviously what's going to happen. But let me get into that. Intelligence commodification came up with the panel um, with Robert um, Commodities have always acted as a foundation of empires, right? Everything is built on commodities. That's where creative creativity is founded on. That's what um, encourages trade and interaction and all of the wonderful stuff we have today is because it founded as a commodity and being able to value that um, so we think BitTensor has a unique opportunity uh, to convert intelligence into the next commodity. Um, I'll get it into, the, into it in the next slide. Um, but really it's, we've gone from you know compute through data to now intelligence as the foundation for what we can build on. Um, and it'll be all summed up in value um, based in Tau. Oh, went the wrong way. Um, so where, we think, where we're seeing things going um, is in that commodity, right? So progression depends on our ability to quantize the previous generations refining procedures. Over the past 10, 20 years, we've spent um, a ton of our energy and resources and businesses literally just trying to get data into intelligence so we can take action. Um, that's, That's been the past. I mean, so much, probably most of our careers is based on you know, analyzing data, managing people that analyze data, um, writing code to analyze that data so that we can come up with solutions to problems. Um, It makes up a big chunk of our economy. Um, And that gives competitive edge, it gives profit, but also what we've seen is it has built a whole bunch of extra fat um, on our industries, and we wanna be able to slice that down. So with the commodification of intelligence, the inefficiencies of all that, right? All that extra fat that we have of people going and building out um, you know, services on services um, to be able to help you know, just be able to extract data from a database, um, that needs to go away. We can't be just living in the world of how can we optimize and profiting off of that. We really need to come up with solutions to the problems we're facing. So three main focuses um, that we're seeing things headed. One is hardware that's powerful enough to host most models, uh, but also efficient enough to limit electrical costs and um, carbon emissions, right? We talked about that H100s, they're impossible to get. NVIDIA has all of that ownership of that. Um, And today, because it's so narrowed, because you have a few companies that have the relationships, they just print money straight into the developers' pockets, right? They have that incestuous relationship, and we don't have a lot of creativity. Whereas, you know, with Bitcoin, mining, all that um, hashing, um, there's been a lot of money spent on making Bitcoin efficient and we want to bring that also um, to BitTensor as well um, and intelligence and AI models. Second, the AI models that are constantly improving because of free market competition and open feedback and comparisons, um, that's a no-brainer. We really need to get uh, uh, open. We had a panel just a second ago just talking about that, needing more open AI models so that we can solve um, real problems. Um, and then third that I want to talk to you a lot on is the re of how we interface um, with data, leading to less screen time, more personal time, but preserving all the solutions that we have. So um, BitTensor as a value proposition um, means that BitTensor has its its been able to be the first mover in um, encapsulating value of intelligence, commoditizing intelligence, as opposed to, as we've talked about in the past, just having it as an add-on, you know, that's limited to Microsoft owning it or open AI owning it or Google owning it. Um, Intelligence by itself can be valued. So um, let me take a step back and talk a little bit more about that. Um, So, AI generally should be about solving problems that we're facing. Um, It shouldn't be about um, the, just about the data and then being able to sell that. Um, That's actually two head let me jump to that. So as of today, what we've seen is a lot of this cost plus pricing, right? Um, You guys probably use it when, you know, you're querying the network, it's a, you pay for, a cent per token or a cent per 10,000 tokens or whatever the price is. Um, So that's a lot of the AI um, and ML firms pricing today. That doesn't encourage development. That only encourages um, utilizing more tokens, right? In fact, our perspective is it kind of encourages the opposite where we're we're seeing people, the more more you have to query, the more you're gonna pay the provider. Um, So there's not real profit motivation um, to improve that. So shifting it over to a commodity as a basis of intelligence and valuing it off of what it's actually solving should be able to help um, AI firms price more competitively, be able to collect more money by charging for what they're actually solving as opposed to just charging for people querying their API and doing a cost plus um, electricity and compute power um, without being able to go and innovate on top of that. So, we believe BitTensor will empower developers and providers um, to shift to this value based pricing. I mean, if we develop on it, if we build on it, um, we can leverage that. Um, and then, back one on the um, share of global intelligence, right? Bitcoin, Monero, Litecoin, that's all based on hashing algorithms. It's all based on proof of work that supports on sensible transactions and value storage, right? And that's, there's a ton of value on that that we've seen today. Um, There's tons of other projects, cryptocurrencies, that are coming up with all kinds of solutions based on existing industries. Um, We see see TAO as more disruptive than most of these other tokens. It's going to um, act as its own um, new proof of work um, value system. So being able to leverage TAO, being able to get as much share as you can to be able to influence the network and drive it towards more intelligence, um, gives ideally you a share of that intelligence, um, a share of that global um, network of neurons that you can leverage and share with others and profit off of that um, to be able to um, build out solutions um, that solve pr- tomorrow. So um, the value of tau will be driven by the value expected to be pro- applied to a global network of intelligence. We think it's going to be massive. Um, we're not here for moon boys. I'm not big on to the hype and stuff, but um, there's a lot of opportunity if we have intelligence as the basis um, for value and valuing that as a commodity as opposed to treating it as just um, cost plus on the hardware. So um, just a bit more to wrap up. Um, we're aiming to help um, tensor grow. It's funny, we came in, um, we came into this, I came into this expecting, you know, a lot of people to be focused on the Web3 and kind of the old past couple of years on solutions we've built. And I've actually found that everyone's kind of all connected on where things are headed with AI, Web3, trustiness, um, truthfulness, all of that access. That's going to keep um, building out. So North Tensor's goal is to help support that. Um, Like I mentioned at the beginning, it's uh, we'll we'll probably need to pull in um, Acash and Rweave Um, and and Jensen on actually plugging all of these systems together to be able to demonstrate and show um, the solutions that we can provide um, for the future. Um, So i will get into that in a second. Actually, real quick, just as a curiosity, before today, how many of you guys knew about BitTensor? Okay, like hardly a handful, you know, maybe a third, a bit less. Um, So it's still early. There's still a lot of opportunity uh, for where to leverage it. So something we're really passionate about um, is builder culture, right? I've been in crypto for like 10 years now. And when I was a kid, it was uh, everyone was just so excited. Everyone was building so many cool little things. Um, a lot of that gets lost or has been lost in the bull runs. Um, and we wanna kind of bring that back because I think that's kind of foundational to real adoption is um, where, that, where people wanna create. It's not about just trying to profit as much as possible. It's about coming up with real solutions um, to the problems the world are facing. So um, our focus um, is going to be on um, getting participants and people that want to build and people that want to leverage BitTensor um, and all these other solutions into building as quick as possible. Um, A lot of times we see these these networks that get kind of tight knit and shady, and they say, you know, keep people out because they're profiting so much off of, you know, because they're a network administrator and they can they know how to spin up a VPS node and be able to connect the networking. That shouldn't be um, what decides who contributes to intelligence. We're working to overcome that, to make sure that everyone can um, get on the network as quickly as possible um, and providing exposure. And then separately, we're working on marketing hype. We'll have more on that. in the near future, and the tools, APIs, and demonstrations um, to document, demonstrate, and get people again on ramped and leveraging the network however they can, right? So whether it's your dev- developer and you want to program, which is probably most of us here, um, but even if you're, you have no development experience at all, right? We want to hear from you on how you can be involved in the network. Um, so everyone um, can help support that. So that's that's who we are. That's how we look to help. Um, If you guys have any um, questions or feel like you have any ideas on how you can kind of bring um, insight or support to us, um, reach out, let us know. We're on Discord um, and what else do we have? I think we have something else. Discord is the main one. So contact us on Discord, Twitter as well, um, and let us know. And I think that's it.